Hey, hey, listeners, it's Paul here. Just a quick note, in the following episode, we review Black Mirror Season 6, Episode 2, episodes called Beyond the Sea, and we get into pretty heavy spoilers straight off the bat. So if you're yet to watch this episode and you want to, I would recommend doing that before you listen to our episode, because, yeah, we don't leave anything out. We pretty much spoil it straight away. So um, hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, thanks for listening. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the Elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again, the body swapping, Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. In today's episode, we'll be breaking down the 2023 movie-length episode of Black Mirror entitled Beyond the Sea, starring Aaron Paul, Josh Hartner, and Kate Mara, where in an alternate... 1969, two astronauts on a mission in deep space are able to live their lives back home thanks to robotic avatars. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally feel our fans' most common request to review Faces. And just on that, like, Apart from this podcast, I'm in a movie club where we watch a movie every two weeks and discuss it. And the movie last movie was Face Off, so I've actually had to watch it separate. No, that's like <laughs> you cheated on us. That's not I know. fair. And the whole time I was like, if only our fucking listeners gave us <laughs> enough reviews, I could have just done both at the same time. But um, oh well. Uh, but on that, um, we were away for a while. We came back, and you guys noticed. So thank you for all your lovely messages. Um, like all the DMs that I got saying like it was like having their friends back and how feel much free they to read, Feel free to read something. <laughs> um, <laughs> and specifically calling out that um, like they loved hearing Lucy back on the show. So oh. thank, thank you so much, guys. We really like do I said, appreciate reason. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but on a kind of sad note, we do have to acknowledge that a swap legend passed away this year, this week. The star of one of our fave swap films, uh, 17 again, Matthew Perry. Yeah, really sad news there. Any thoughts on um, Matthew Perry, Lucy or Brendan? Okay, well, I mean, I'm a friend's head and I know that's not like <laughs> cool or PC or anything. But really? You know. I feel like that's super cool, right? Like... This generation's, uh, I'm trying to think, mash out of it. I don't know. I feel like every party I went to in my 20s, I had to lie and say I didn't like Pearl Jam or watch Friends. I'm like, fucking whatever. Like, yeah. just- I, feel like, I feel like if you're like early 20s, you're right now, you're like, I love The Office or I love How Do I Met Your Mother or yeah. I love uh, Friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, yeah, you know, very sad. I've spent many a night being cared for by friends. So, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think we all agreed when we watched it that he did re- do he did do a really good job in seventeen again. Yeah, so he did. If anyone wants to do like a little Matthew Perry tribute um, night at home, I would recommend putting on seventeen again. Uh, if you don't want to just do Friends, so definitely don't do that like awful movie. Was it Serving Sarah with with um or like the whole nine yards or something? Whole nine was yards, yeah, yeah. That was that's pretty woeful. Was um, it? Huge hit though, yeah. Actually, like I, I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying that um, with Matthew Perry having the number one movie in the box office and the number one show on TV is like a very rare thing. It's happened like two times in history, and he was oh, wow. one of them. So, yeah. Did you read about how why Bruce Willis was in Friends was because of a bet that they made? No. Yeah, when they were working on that, they either got to a certain amount at the box office or whatever um, that he had, he had to, to do. do an episode. Yes, and that he had to do it for free, and then it, it, he did. It, it was a three-episode arc. Oh, wow. There you go. On to Black Mirror. Uh, so we're going to be reviewing the episode Beyond the Sea, but first off, I want to get kind of a gauge. Everyone's what- a singer. <laughs> do you know what's so funny? When you were introducing the episode and you were like, we're doing Beyond the Sea, I was like, Fuck, I watched the wrong episode, but like, there wouldn't be two about body swaps. I just forgot <laughs> why it was called Beyond the Sea. I'm like, the one I watched was in space. <laughs> but they wouldn't uh, know body swaps. Yeah, maybe not the best name for the episode, but, um. You actually just run w- there though, because there is like three episodes of Black Mirror that are body swaps. So. Oh, there you go. Mm. Imagine if I did watch the wrong one. Or imagine if I just watched an episode that wasn't a body swap and like all my notes were like, I'm not really sure where Paul's being is watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was cool that the, the Prime Minister fucked that pig in the, but like I don't get why we're watching this. That wasn't anyway. a body swap. Is that a real thing? <laughs> like he I entered don't know. another that, body. That, that, that I don't is know a real any thing. of the Black Mirror jargon. Yeah. You guys yeah. have to oh, teach okay. me about the- a lot of it. Well, that kind of answers my question. I was going to ask, what is your familiarity with the Black Mirror franchise, universe, series, etc.? Um, so I guess, Lucy, your answer is none. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like to resist um, things that people froth over on the internet. Um, I just wouldn't, I don't want to be part of a club that would have me as a member, whatever that saying is. Um, I just, so, it, yeah, I resisted until now. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so um, you didn't even hear the Miley Cyrus on a roll cover that came out from her episode I mean, of Black Mirror? vaguely it was in the lexicon. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not sure. Um, and Brendan, how about you? What, what's your relationship with Black Mirror? Uh, I'm a big I was uh, like, You've seen them all. That's yeah. what they call us. Fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, We're going to get emails. I, I, I can give you some clear pore strips. Um. <laughs> Blackhead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I really love the series as it's um, progressively gotten worse and worse. And um, this was the first season I was like, I'm I'm not watching. Like, I've given up. So, uh, okay. this is the only reason I would have watched an episode of the new season. And um, it confirmed everything I have to think about. <laughs> like it confirmed all of my concerns of what it would be. Yeah. Okay. You well, didn't like um, it? Uh, well, from the context of it, if, if this if this was just an anthology series, it's okay. It's an okay like uh, story, but as a Black Mirror episode, like for me, Black Mirror so has always been about. I have 
Look, I get what Brad means. Mirror has yeah. always been about our relationship with technology, like sort of lo- looking at society and what it's doing to it. But it was, there were this themes like that, had isn't nothing it? to do with it. it first of all, it wasn't like even that. this century. What? There were themes like that, weren't there? Was there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there was technology, but it's not. It's not just a sci-fi anthology series. It's usually saying something, and this had nothing to say. Yeah, I know I've been away for a little while, but do you guys still do the 30-second plot or no? Yeah, yeah, we, we still do that. We didn't do it last week. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> didn't we? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you need to do it before um, Brendan and I start sparring more? And as a penalty, you have to fit in the shaggy dog. <laughs> no, well I will not. I will not. I will not. <laughs> All right. Uh, time me in and uh, we'll, we'll do the 30-second plot. Ready, set, go. Okay, so there's two astronauts in space, but they actually have robot avatars on Earth so that they can live their lives normally. Um, but then um, these hippie uh, cult people come into one of their houses and kill him, his robot avatar, and his whole family. So then he's sad on the spaceship. So then the other astronaut tells him that he can live in his body for like an hour a week so that he can do paintings. But then he um, falls in love with uh, the other guy's wife. And then, um, then he hits on her she gets upset (laughs) and then uh as revenge for not letting him stay in the body he kills her and the whole family the end (laughs) um spoiler alert yeah i'll put that at the top yeah yeah um so i love black mirror i've loved it from the beginning um and unlike brendan i have kept with it i just hadn't uh, watched the new season just because I've had a lot of other things on. It's not out of like a choice that I didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'd watched the first episode and then this is the second one I've watched from this season. And I have to say, I was so on board like watching this. I really loved it Same until, oh, okay. until the ending. The ending really put me off. <laughs> like, are you talking the last five seconds or? Yeah. So, like, when Aaron, well, uh, when uh, Josh Hartnett and Aaron Paul's body kills his family, I just didn't feel like that was. It was set. leading up to that? It was leading up to that at all. And I was, I, it was way too dark. And it felt like it was too dark for the sake of being too dark. No, I, th- I really, like, I mean, I didn't like it, actually. I really don't <laughs> like watching stuff like that at the moment. <laughs> yeah. um, I was very cross at you for making me. But I thought, um, like, as a storytelling device, and just, I thought it was really well rounded and very, like, well crafted. Yeah. And sometimes this is a read, but, it, like, I, I, I mean this as a compliment i felt like it was like a play it was like very small cast and um i just really Mm -hmm. liked it i thought it was really tight and really just very focused i I thought it was good maybe i just haven't been watching much stuff i think i might get into (laughs) i think i might get into black mirror guys Um, yeah i would recommend it like there is so much good stuff in black mirror yeah um, and so teach me, so Brendan said it's about technology, so every episode's different and there aren't running themes yeah. or, I mean, um, characters or what's the yeah, deal? Yeah, like usually, they're usually set in the near future, mostly, and they always like focus on one part of technology and how mm. it affects our lives. And especially in the early seasons, it actually predicted a lot about mm. about like where technology is now. Um, mm. And th- episodes like there's an episode 
that early on about like your, your dead husband, you can uh, input all his text messages and emails in a program, and then it creates an AI replication of him. That and that is a real to. thing now, isn't it? And now you can like mm. yeah, you can do it. It, it. Like the episode mm. came out before it happened, and there's wow. heaps of examples of that. And the first episode is about the prime minister of England having sex with a, a pig, and then it turned out that um. Their prime minister. Spoilers of for every episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it turned out that prime minister of England actually did have sex with a pig's head as uh, in like an initiation ceremony. Um, so like, it's very <laughs> cool. <laughs> predictive. I didn't hear that. that That's crazy. I think it does usually do a really good job of like making you think about our relationship with technology and where we could end up if things progress in a certain way. And I do agree with Brendan that this episode didn't really do that. I don't know if I could watch that. Like I've got enough stresses about life. Like I'm afraid of everything all the time. Anyway, (laughs) I felt like I liked that this was in the past. I'm like, this isn't real. And it's fine. I'm not going to space. It's all good. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. Like the fuck a pig one is like episode one. And I watched that with Katrina and she was like, I'm out. Like (laughs) we never watched an episode together after that. Oh God. Um, so what did we think of this as a body swap? So they both have robot avatars that they, they can put their consciousness into so that they're not living their daily lives on the spaceship. They can like live a normal life at home. So I guess in a sense, that's a body swap. But then we have uh, another layer on top of that. Once one of their avatars is that's true. destroyed. You swap within a swap. Uh, yeah. Once one of the avatars is destroyed, the other astronaut is like, yeah, you can use mine. Um, and have a break from like being on this spaceship. And then obviously everything escalates from there. Conceptually, I think it was really clever. The idea of like, oh, we have these space missions that extend beyond like the realm of like our sanity. And Mm -hmm. how do we like have people man these ships and actually go where no man's gone before? Oh, well, we give them a way to like return to reality and have something to anchor them and stuff. Yeah. But my question is, does this just mean they're awake all the time? Like when they're asleep, they're was, awake in the curious, other place. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. even even if you're like your body is getting rest, if your consciousness is like completely at mm. like one hundred, what like all the time, I think that would still like cause some mess sort you of up. Maybe that's why Josh Hartnett did it, man. Yeah, yeah and maybe. also like Josh Hartnett was fucking buff. And mm. all he was doing on that spaceship was lying down for seven days of the week and then for, like, a couple of hours going on a treadmill. Yeah, he's ready. <laughs> yeah, for two <laughs> hours a week. And for the rest of the week, he's just lying there. Yeah, he did some like sit-ups, didn't he? McDonald's and, yeah, yeah, he did some sit-ups. He did too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not fine. <laughs> I also think if we're talking about it as a body swap, yeah. performance-wise, I think the minute that Aaron Paul came – well. Josh Hartnett came down and it, it, the first thing that he said, Aaron Paul said, as the other guy, yeah. like his yeah. voice was changed. He he did a really good job. Yeah. And they did it without, like, usually body swap films have, you know, those- tell. He didn't even tells. look at his dick either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they didn't rely on anything like, you know, he has a tick where he like pulls on his earlobe or something. Like they just- Yeah, was like, Totally. Because Purely they could have used a device like that, hey? Yeah. Maybe sure. crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Jinkies. Did we feel like either of these characters 
were likable? Were you like rooting for them or? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, that was, I, I think that might have been a, a, a bit of a problem with it. Like Kate Mara, obviously, I, I really felt for her character. Um, but the two main guys, I, I don't know, like, they both seem like assholes. Like, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, Aaron I, Paul's character was an asshole, but then, like, Josh was, like, basically given, like, such such access to his life and like for him to not respect that it's like you know you're like literally in the middle of space and this guy's giving you a lifeline to reality yeah what a dick yeah e- it, like right? evil yeah. E- aaron paul was an asshole um but mm. it, josh arnett was evil yeah well <laughs> yeah. driven to madness i guess hey yeah like it, it was pretty fucked up like the whole um you know when the cult came in and and killed his family and stuff. That was a pretty fucking brutal scene. Yeah, and that was like some weird kind of Charles Manson thing as yeah, well. It yeah, it felt like a, yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. A ref- I was like, is that why they said it in this time? Because they wanted to make some... Maybe. I, I appreciated that. It, it, like the minute they were there and that guy had the long hair and like the way he was talking, uh, I, that's totally the vibe I got. Um, I thought it was And like, cool. it took me a second to clock that that was Rory Culkin as well. Yeah, he's the creepiest <laughs> one for sure. Yeah, definitely the creepiest. <laughs> <laughs> he played it so well mm, though. Um, yeah like yeah it just made my skin crawl but yeah that idea that like the like because you know he's in his avatar body and that gets destroyed and just to be like i've just like disconnected from like my only like my only way to actually like incon like to to save my family like i'm literally now just floating in a spaceship like millions of miles away and there's mm-hmm. nothing i can do was like i was like that's rough like yeah, yeah. i wrote down like i you hate hop this in a feeling. car and drive home i know, know? <laughs> i wrote i hate this feeling it's like full claustrophobia loneliness lonely insanity like I, yeah, yeah it was bad yeah and i think like yeah there are so many strong ideas and sequences in this film i i felt i thought it was really affecting like i i was on board and it, mm. it was very well directed uh, the guy that directed it, John Crowley, he did films like um, Brooklyn with Saucer Ronan. I don't know if oh, you yeah. guys saw that. No, I still haven't. Um, it's really good. And uh, Boy A, which was the film that like kind of put Andrew Garfield on the map as well. So mm. definitely got some chops. Yeah. And and tell me, are they all like kind of linked like this and production value? And like, I just felt like this was just really slick, I thought. Yeah, all the production value, the mm. production value in every episode is excellent. They're mm. not all this long. This mm. is probably one of the longest episodes that they've yeah. ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sometimes have a problem with TV shows that are like this little satellite, like they're like short stories. I don't really like reading short stories or something. I don't know. Um, like I feel like they could have really fleshed that out and made it, just made it a straight out movie. Like, well, that's my assumption. Like, I, I assume this was someone's script, script and they were like, oh, oh. this is vaguely te- Black like technology. Yeah. 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 Because. And the producers were like, you just need to set it, punch it up and set it in modern times. And it's like, I won't budge. It has to be like the Manson family. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. How many like films have we watched, Brendan, at like film festivals or whatever that have like so much less plot than this? Like this actually <laughs> felt like it could have been in the cinema and. Um, I think it, it is a bit of a disservice that they've just shoved it in the middle of a black black and I think, season. I think it was mm. probably also like the the relationship between the the wife and the, uh was what's his name Josh something. Josh Hartnett jo- Josh Hartnett's character 
probably would have been a, a lot more dynamic if they had time to flesh that out. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't think it was an entirely, like, an unrequited... Like, there was yeah. a loneliness there. Yeah. And yeah. she was she was receiving something from that relationship, but it, she wasn't necessarily after, like, a roll in the hay. Yeah. yeah. And, there's, the and there's something really, you know, interesting about that concept of her cheating on her husband with her husband's body, um, which... You know, we haven't really seen that. Sh- I don't know. Have we seen that concept in any of the SWAT films that we've watched in presented in this way, where the the wife knows straight out that her husband has been swapped out and still is considering like cheating? I feel like we have. My brain is broken though, so I couldn't. I can't yeah. get there in the old yeah. flip through it and think. I don't it. know. It felt fresh to me watching it, so maybe we mm. have have because yeah. it is but, like um, sort of like she's sort of getting what she wants from her her husband you know like it looks like him him and she can sort of like switch off that part of the brain and who's like i know it logically is someone else but mm-hmm. you know i'm just gonna enjoy my husband like talking to me and yeah and being yeah. more interested in culture and that kind of yeah stuff. Yeah. yeah yeah um slippery slope also, it had some I think- astronaut's wife vibes like the, I've never watched it. Actual movie, which I guess now you can't really watch it because of Johnny Depp. But um, yeah, <laughs> totally did have some vibes like that. Yeah, um, I think uh, another thing that probably I think separates that's the body swap. Oh, the after- astronaut's wife. Yeah, I I don't even know what it's about. I I know the the video cover. And I think that's about it. Yeah, the I think the title just turns me off. It's like. It's about an astronaut's wife. <laughs> oh my god! Give me the film about the astronaut. astronaut. You're such a dick. <laughs> I don't um, want to find out about the interior life of a woman. Oh. <laughs> um, it's Charlie Theron, right? You like her? Yes. Yeah. Um, you don't want to find out about Charlie Theron. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of uh, Josh Hartnett's signature move, grabbing the tit? I don't know. I just found him very aggressive in general. Just like calm down. Like I guess that was the tell. The one tell that was the tell. Yeah, I also think putting on the song like that's like his sex song. Like yuck. Yeah, Yeah. beyond the sea, but it's gonna be the French. Um, you think that's because they were like, oh, Frank Sinatra's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> this movie ends where it ends. I mean, this episode ends where it ends, but like in that universe, what do you think mm-hmm. happens to his replica on Earth? Like he's covered in blood, the whole family's dead. What happens? Does he try to cover it up? Does he never go back? Does it go to jail? What do you think happens? Yeah. I mean, he's pretty much put him in a fuck situation. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And like fuck situation there and on the spaceship oh, just, as well. Do you reckon? Like, I reckon how- they just battle royale in the spaceship, <laughs> like just you know. Yeah, it's frustrating that the ending was just like him kicking a chair out. Like, well, now we're here with this, right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't think this is how it ends. I think it ends with like you being strangled out in an airlock or something like that. Yeah, completely. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any universe where he's like? You know what? Fair game. I <laughs> see why you. No. I see why you killed my wife and child. I get it. I also just thought that when he did go out to fix the thing, and the other guy like dipped back How down. How could you on not her, know what was going on? No, but yeah. I thought that he was just going to leave him locked out there 
like and yeah. just be and just and just be like yes i'm pretending to be you now forever now yeah, yeah completely yeah that would have like that, that i feel would have been, been as, more. would have been obvious but would have been more satisfying than him just murdering him all i think that's why the yeah. murdering him all feels so like just twisty rather than yeah but i think yeah. that like was, I think that was good it. storytelling that was twist yeah. yeah, oh, actually, my heart, like, when, at at the end, when he came out and he started, like, screaming and crying and there was blood everywhere, and my, like, stomach dropped, I'm like, please don't show anything, Lucy will never speak to me again. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I had no idea, like, I had no idea about anything in this right. before. I, all like, I knew was that it was a body swap. What in that house as well? Because there's literally Let's blood smeared around every single... <laughs> <laughs> Like, he wasn't out there that that long. How did he, like, pick up a dead corpse and smear Are you going to say the period scene from the movie? Yeah, from Sex Trip. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if that was the twist. You just had a really good joke here. Everyone's watching this wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, nobody has any... No one can tell me, like... I don't know. I just feel like I'm always going to be accused of a crime that I didn't commit. I just like, I'm really scared. But this is a good record. I'm a very law abiding person. Um, so if I get accused of murder, I didn't do it. Um, but yeah, I just like, say. it just like stressed me out. I was like, what yeah. should he do? I, I don't think he's making it back to earth, to be honest. He is going to kill, yeah, he's going to kill Josh Hartner. definitely be committing yeah. yeah yeah he's gonna kill josh hartnett then he won't be able to um because it's a two-man ship so he won't the, be able to get back to earth yeah so problem solved the replicants got no one in it the end like his family probably think he murdered everyone but other than that it's all good <laughs> no, it's all good <laughs> <laughs> life moves on <laughs> uh-huh. i mean obviously you'd have to let me use your replica again you might not want to do that it's just, drawing helps. But I'd love to be able to paint again. All right. So you heard what we thought of the movie, but how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, Brendan. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ding. Ding. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. way. I can't wait to do this cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start with a friend or foe. Uh, Daniel Bell as Henry, the son. Would we be friends with this kid? I would. This is um, Aaron Paul's son. Yes. Yeah, I feel like he... That little prick. Yeah. <laughs> all he did was destroy the painting. <laughs> That's all I know about him. <laughs> no, I, I would. He, he needed he was, a like, friend. Probably beaten regularly. Yeah, yeah he, he probably a needs a friend. He yeah. needs a friend. Um, but yeah, yeah. Let, let's friend him to be nice. 
But he I needs to grow feel personality. Like maybe there's a world where actually he didn't die. Yeah. And then he just bides his time. He waits. Like said, he it, spent so much time smearing the body of, of Kate Mara on the walls of the house. That kid had plenty of time to get away. Yeah, yeah. here's what I'm saying. He bides his time. He gets older. He does many push-ups. And then Josh Hartnett comes back to Earth and he fucking fucks him up. It would be even more kick-ass if he flew to space and fucks him up there. There's your movie. That's the sequel. Boom. Yeah. You think he's going to save his life because <laughs> he can't get back home? <laughs> he like gets he gets the uh, he gets the NASA program to convince convince that he's the best man for the job. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a ruse to go beat it's the like, shit. Doogie Howser, baby astronaut. <laughs> All right, uh, Rory Culkin as Kappa, the cult leader. Oh, my God, Charles Manson, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give him a no. Yeah. Uh, but out of curiosity, what would you give um Kieran, 10s across the board. And, yeah. um, like, Macaulay? Yeah. No, sorry. Macaulay, 10s across the board. I love this kid. Like, we grew up yeah. together. Like, I love him. Um, <laughs> I feel like he'd have many cool leather jackets and... Drug stories, you know, like he'd yeah. be good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Karen is um succession. Yes. Someone just needs to cut that hair. The whole series, I'm like, what is happening <laughs> with you know what I mean? Like I just yeah, never yeah. understood. Um yeah. uh so like <laughs> Brendan, rate so the I'm entire Culkin family. Yeah, we're going through all the McCulkins. <laughs> They're all here. Uh, uh, wait, so just Macaulay, Kieran, and uh, Rory. Rory. Yeah, what's Rory been in? I this 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 is it. Yeah, there is some other stuff. What has he turned up in? Yeah, he's he was in You Can Count on Me. Oh, he was the son in Signs as well. Mean Creek. He's oh been my in a few. Oh, he's in Mean Creek. Yeah, Scream 4 as well. Oh, my God. I did not know that was him in science. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, going by IMDb, IMDb pitches, I'm going Rory is a ghoul, uh, Kieran, <laughs> and then Macaulay, because um, I really enjoy watching him on Red Letter Media. So, there Macaulay you go. is rock and roll, baby. He's like, yeah, him and Drew Barrymore should get married. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Um, so first off, I'm I'm sh- like surely you're all gonna hot Auden Thornton as um, Josh Hartnett's wife that gets murdered at the beginning. She was a smoke show. Yeah, she wasn't in it for very long, but yeah, she yeah, was. I was. Yeah, I didn't know who you were talking about, but yeah. I just opened it. Mm. Yeah, 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 she was. A yeah, gorgeous woman. Because yeah, I've never Josh seen her Hartnett's in anything before. Character but- was totally like get the trophy wife and the two point five kids vibe, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that house was really, that house was really uh, showy as well. That house I will give a hot to. Yeah, it's totally. I, I wrote, that this house. set is expensive when <laughs> yeah. that, like, um, when that yeah. came on. That was a beautiful house. I wonder if it's a real house. I re- it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like this was shot in, in England. Subbing oh. as America because that's that that like fishing town that they were in like no town in America looks America, like that yeah is that yeah. yeah yeah interesting um and the directors the directors British as well so I'm guessing they they brought the production to him mm. so Kate Mara as Lana yeah she's beautiful mm. yeah I'm gonna give her a hot 
Um, the whole Mara fan, uh, yeah, the Mara family freaks me out though. Yes. Okay. Why? Yeah. So her sister is Rooney Mara, and is- I don't know if you ever saw the film Ghost Story with Rooney Mara. Did you ever see that? No. I never Where got she- to it because um, yeah. it sounded like it was really slow and boring. It's yeah, just like so, the dragon tattoos for me. Like, but <laughs> but so in in Ghost Story, there's a scene where Rooney Mara eats an entire pie, like it's an unbroken shot, and she's just on the ground, and she gets like a, this giant like apple pie or whatever, and just eats the entire thing in one session. And then when she's being interviewed about it, she said that that was the first time she had ever eaten pie in her entire life. <laughs> She had never eaten pie before she had filmed that scene. And then I'm like, and I'm like, so now I'm like, that's fucked up. And if that's the upbringing you've had, like, obviously, Kate grew up in the same household. Mm. What the fuck? Like, can I relate to these people? We just need to talk. What? Her name is Rooney. What? Yeah. What is that? What is that short for? What what is that? Like Mickey Rooney. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I was watching um, Women Talking earlier this year, which starred Rooney Mara, and the whole fucking movie, she's playing like this Amish woman that's never had access to anything. But the whole movie, all I could think of was like this she person never, so never ate pie. <laughs> she never ate pie, <laughs> and that's mom, all I could ever think about. Maybe their mum had like an eating disorder or something. <laughs> never fed them sweets. So is that why she consumed the entire pie? It was like, wasn't it the script? Like, keep going. Hundred <laughs> percent. As soon as that camera cut, she vomited out the yeah. entire pie. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way that she left that in her body. Like, um, they they <laughs> they both have like those like those eyes that like have like I've seen ghosts. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Kate Kate Mara saw the box office for the Fantastic Four movie that she did, and that probably is the ghost that she saw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, have you ever seen the? Uh, so that film, they like did all these reshoots a year later. Um, oh really? And uh, yeah, and uh, she had cut her hair in between, so they put this like hideous wig that Amazing. is like the most fake looking wig. Like it, it makes the wig in zombies look like a masterpiece. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Josh Hartnett as David Ross, hot or not? Okay, this is so unfair because he was a psycho. But I mean, obviously, that's funny. <laughs> that's Trip Fontaine. Is that his name from? Um- uh, Virgin Suicides and like yeah. Faculty, all these movies. Like I was so in love yeah. with him, like Dolly Magazine, all of that. You know, like I would have had photos of him like stuck on my um, bedroom yeah. wall. Like I loved him. He had this like gorgeous monobrow when he was, yeah. um, you remember? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> gone away. I don't yeah. know what happened to it. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to make it like your horniness for Josh Hartner go like off the, off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, on top of everything, apparently he's a super nice person because I worked with a guy that went on vacation in Italy and was in Positano in a restaurant and Josh Hartner and his girlfriend at the time were, Amazing. On, the next, were on the next table. So then they started talking and uh, hit it off and they spent the entire night 
club hopping around Positano with Josh Hartnett and his girlfriend. That is the dream night of life. That is amazing. (laughs) And apparently he was like super nice, super generous, was like buying the drinks all night. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's killer. That's so um, good, man. Yeah. So imagine being like a supermarket worker from Adelaide and you you have a night where you're hanging out with Josh Hartnett and his girlfriend the entire night. That's crazy. Crazy. Love that. Um but yeah, he is so fucking hot. And <laughs> uh, like Brendan's like, doesn't anyone film- want to know what I <laughs> Shut up, Brendan. Um, uh, do you know what this film really highlighted? How nice Josh Hartnett's legs are. He has glorious legs. Yeah, I mean, Those you short know shorts. See, like, you know, like men's legs aren't maybe like always the start of the show, yeah. but yeah, those little leg shots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, wiki feet went crazy on this film. Like, <laughs> you, you got, you, you got so many shots of both their feet. But, um, yeah, definitely, uh, yeah, definite hot. He'd be up the top. He's like keyboard guy level. <laughs> yeah. <near> the top. <laughs> Even though he like literally murdered children in this film. But anyway, <laughs> the power of hotness. Brendan, what do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And finally, and this one, I don't know where it's going to go. Aaron Paul. Oh, my God. I love Aaron Paul. And I like, you know, Breaking Bad, obviously. Mm. I mean, I dated a thousand guys like that, like all skinny because of meth. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's just something about, you know, in, in Breaking Bad, like, he's like this kind of um, mm. bad boy, like, school dropout that's got a heart of gold and, like, is smart in some ways and just funny. Like, a bit of a Jason Mewes vibe. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, kind of yeah. skinny, cute, like, wrong side of the tracks. So, and, you know, it was nice to see him in, like, some nicer clothes than you saw him in, in Breaking Bad. And also I just yeah. couldn't, you know, that bit where he was fully crying. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, taken back to fucking Breaking Bad. Like, <laughs> how much can this poor boy endure? Like, please. Um, but, see, yeah, he me, gets so hot for me. For me, I never watched Breaking Bad. So my two main- it was too popular? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. So my reason I didn't watch Breaking Bad is because I was watching Weeds. And I'm like, this has the Paul, same storyline. you've chosen poorly. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to see two shows about the same thing. And then obviously you know I chose- is? I've I've seen Weeds and I know exactly why Paul chose Weeds over Aaron Paul. <laughs> right. I can't remember why. Because some like young stud in that, isn't there? Oh, no, no. Like he ended up being hot, like by the end, se- like the last season, but not at the beginning. But oh, anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the guy from Seventeen again. Um, Zach Efron. Yes. No, <laughs> the other one, the bully. Um, no, uh, I, the two main touch points I have for Aaron Paul are Westworld season three or four, whatever the fuck yeah, that I've was. I've never watched that either. Which was terrible. And the Need for Speed movie, which I actually kind of liked. Um, but I don't think I've ever watched an Aaron Paul performance and gone, mm, that's hot. Like, there's just something about his face that's off-putting to me. Like, he's a good actor, but yeah. It's just because he's from the wrong side of the tracks and you're just a real classist. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> uh, Brendan, what are you giving him? I feel like you guys just 
like you're like all right we got to ask brendan like this is the <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did just ask you before like josh hartnett and you're like yeah so i guess <laughs> so have some back and forth yeah. and we'll get excited well, aaron aaron is an interesting looking guy i don't know if i would say he's like attractive yeah but i'm fully That's- here for that Guys, yeah. when I was gone, did you guys do episodes just the two of you where you did hot or not? And Brendan's just like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't think we ever did do an episode just the two of us. Apart no, we from didn't. like, oh, we did the Freaky, Freaky fr- Friday uh, one, yeah. The Little Dicky Freaky Friday song. I don't think we hot or Oh, we may have hot or not a Dicky, Dicky, Little Dicky, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Brown. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and as he's gotten older, I think Aaron Paul's face is getting rounder, and I, mm-hmm. and that's like unfortunate. No, I love the way when he, I love the way when he cries, that like vein bulges in his head. Mm. Oh, he was, hot. he's a fantastic actor. Like the uh, the scenes in this, he did superbly. Mm. But mm. and like I said, I thought, the, um, <laughs> I thought the um, I thought the um, what do you call it? The swap, like he he got some nice nuances there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's 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 a drawing, just a stupid, like a fantasy. Maybe I will bust your jaw. You want to bust your jaw? I'm huh? sorry. It's not what <laughs> my wife. You fucking creep. My wife. Mine. It's pure fantasy. I got mixed up. Oh, you got mixed up. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of Beyond the Sea from across the interwebs. So first we've got one from Vicky, who gives it four stars, and she says, Fellas, is it gay to be inside another man? <laughs> I can't believe that's oh. the first time we, um, we uh, have had that review for a body short movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the answer is... Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next one's uh, from Schmieders, who gives it five stars. And they say, Wait, where? I I wasn't done with the first one. I had a question. Oh, yeah. So if a girl puts a thumb up a dude's butt during (laughs) sex, does that make her gay? (laughs) What? (laughs) How is that related to anything? Because it's like if you're inside a man, the. the, Didn't the. the, Wasn't the. What what did they say? But but if it's two men doing something together, then that's gay. Why would a woman being in a man be gay? <laughs> Next one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brendan, it's perfectly upset- acceptable for you to like having things up your butt. We're cool. not going to judge you. It's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, so the next one's from Schmieders, who gives it five stars, and they say, where the fuck was the sea? (laughs) (laughs) Very literal Um, interpretation. (laughs) They must not know the song, hey? They must not know that beyond the sea is space. (laughs) (laughs) Flat (laughs) effort. Dumb fucks. (laughs) All right, um, Matt gives it four stars, and he says, Sorry your family got murdered. Go hang out with my wife. Do not sleep with her. Do not do not sleep with her. You can hit my son. Do not sleep with my wife. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, uh, like it was so completely obvious what was about to happen, right? Yeah, I wrote, yeah. I wrote, this is going to go bad. Affair or revenge or hill sabotage. I wrote that yeah. like, from the yeah, jump. Yeah. Yeah, you, he was basically inviting him to fuck his wife. Yeah, like, it's that's like, the first- here's this guy who's in prison. Um, come and uh, hang out at my house for an hour today. <laughs> With my beautiful wife, <laughs> yeah, who's by herself in an, yeah. I- in an he isolated like farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid idiot. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, this person's username is just a collection of symbols. So sorry, I cannot pronounce it. Like uh, they give it, <laughs> they give it, uh, three stars and they say, Rory Culkin walked on the Black Mirror set, out cunted everyone, ruined someone's <laughs> life in three minutes, got his paycheck and left. I respect that. Yeah. The casting people were like, get the creepy Culkin for the three minute thing. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And finally, Zed gives it three and a half stars. And they say, all of this could have been avoided if they just had hardcore gay sex in the outer space instead of doing all that. <laughs> know, but that's like, just this me. Is, this is Sparta kind of vibes. Isn't that what the Spartans yeah. used to do? Just have orgies. If the film, If the film ended with, like, instead of him killing the family, if he just decided to fuck Josh Hartnett. I would have been much happier with that ending. <laughs> I bet there's fanfic of that. You are so real. It's incredible. May I? Oh my god. It's amazing. So up there, are you like sleeping right now? Let's get to tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see a list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So, I'll get us started. Uh, My connection is Valley of the Dolls, which is the book that Kate Mara's character is reading throughout the film. It was a really famous novel in the 60s, um, and it was adapted into a movie, but I'm not going to recommend that. I'm going to recommend the 1970s Russ Meyer-directed sequel by name only, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. (laughs) Have either of you guys seen this? Yeah. Is that... uh What's her name? Got killed by the Manson family? Uh, no, she's in the original Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Oh, she's in Valley of the Dolls, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, is that another yes. link in I've this seen... movie, though? Kind of. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, um, I've seen both of them and I've read the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. What a good idea. Damn, I wish I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is, like, bonkers. It was actually written by Roger Ebert, the famous... Film, film critic, critic yeah. Uh, yeah, the only film he's ever written. Um, and That's it's, so weird. Yeah, and it's so not what you think. Is like, no. This film is, like, full of, like, sex and, <laughs> like, over-the-top violence and, like, it's so campy and exploitative. Mm. Uh, there's some things, especially the end, the, the villain hasn't aged well in any way, <laughs> but um, kind of I know a lot of people in the trans community <laughs> kind of, it's so over the top and wrong that they kind of appreciate it for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's so much to appreciate in this film, like fun seventies musical sequences. The, the fashion is amazing. It's just like the most seventies thing you can think of watching is this, like every cliche about what the seventies looked and sounded like is in this film. 
Um, and it, it's bonkers crazy. I would highly recommend uh, <laughs> watching Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Um, mm. A bit hard to get your hands on, but it's worth the effort. Lucy, what's yours? Straight away when they did the swap and just like this sort of mood that sort of started to get set and, you know, where your mind was going. Um, yeah. I just thought of there's like a whisper of a thread of a theme of a whatever, just something shared. <laughs> it made me think of um, the prestige. Oh, yeah. And it's like I don't even want to um, like – say the thing in case people haven't seen it because it is a fun little twist in there but are yeah. you following me there have you guys both seen it and you know what i'm talking about yes yes yeah yeah um and you know that was a cool movie um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah chris chris christopher nolan yeah christian bale christian bale yeah. hugh jackman scarlett johansson michael kane david bowie two very fun people to do impersonations of um yeah. <laughs> and um golem too apparently um, yeah, <laughs> I was reading the cast list, um, and yeah, it was a, a cool movie. Yeah, no, I, mm. I really enjoyed that, Brendan. Now there are so many things to link in this fucking movie. Like this, like actors that have been in so many. Good I can things. see his eyes like looking at the screen. He's like yeah. furiously on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, even the fact that it's like produced by Netflix, you could link it with a Netflix thing. I'm, I'm giving I, you I'm lots of ideas. You can't do Black Netflix as a link. There's surely, surely you found something. Yeah, well, I did. Thank you very much. You didn't need to. Embarrassing in front of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hit us. Uh, Well, Aaron Paul uh, was in a movie called Duel with Karen Gillian. Um, Yeah. It wasn't that good. Um, But Karen (laughs) Gillian was in uh, a short film. And I sort of felt like this was like sort of like a short film because it's not quite long, but it's Mm. not quite. Anyway. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's called uh, Neurotica, full stop. It's available Neurotica. on Movie, and it, it's a lot of fun. It's really funny. It's uh, it's about um, this girl who's who's uh, sort of receives like this almost like alien like message, um, telling her that she's been given inspiration and she hasn't done anything with it, and that they they're waiting for her to like sort of complete this mission like with what what they've given her. And it's like this like turmoil of trying to figure out what that inspiration is and what it's supposed to be. And then her like creating it. And, um, it's, uh, it's just really funny. It's, uh, it's, so I'm, uh, highly recommending that, but I'm not recommending that. I'm recommending the catalog of the person <laughs> who wrote it, which is Nick, uh, his name's Nick Kosher. And yeah. he's a part of a comedy duo called, uh, Britain Nick, which has, uh, numerous, uh, short films, uh, numerous, Features and a YouTube like sketch comedy ser- uh, series, um, and I just think anything like everything they've done, I found you know absolutely hilarious. And I think if you watch any of these, including uh, Neurotica, uh, you'll have a great laugh. And mm. after watching this, you'll need one. So <laughs> that's nice. my condition. Yes, I'd like to see Karen Gillan in something good because the last thing I've seen her in was the bubble in that film. Just like (laughs) I missed it, even though it's like speaking every single language in mine. Is that who that is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Um, Don't watch the bubble. Don't watch the bubble. (laughs) 
And they uh, they also write for Saturday Night Live as well. So you would have seen some of their sketches. Avec les ombres si pures, la mer, bergère d'azur. So if you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap film we have reviewed on the podcast. So my question is, where are we all going to put Beyond the Sea on our list? I'm putting it up there, guys. I'm putting it in between mm. um, 17 again and Avatar. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Like I said, maybe I'm starved for culture, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it up there as well. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to put it in between um, Shazam and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, since this is a symbol of everything that's wrong with Black Mirror now, I'm putting it straight to the bottom is what I'd say if I was petty. But actually, I'm putting it in between <laughs> Life is Easy and Dating the Enemy. Very mid middle of the road for me. So, there you oh, go. Oh, boy. So... Next episode, I had something lined up, but then I watched the trailer and it actually looked quite heavy. And I was like, I'm not going to do that to you two weeks in a row, Lucy. Yeah. So let's, I thought, let's go with some like early 2000s, um, like fun vibes. So <laughs> we will be watching the 2000 film 17 again, which isn't the Zach Efron one. This is the other one that stars the Maori sisters, who you may know as the main characters of the 90s sitcom Sister Sister. Did you ever watch? It sounds uh, familiar, I, but... I, I was expecting you to be like, oh, my God, that's a show I used to watch. It looks like a Lucy show, but... Um, <laughs> They're dressed like Blossom. <laughs> yeah, it does sound yeah, exactly. like a Lucy show. <laughs> So, um, yeah, this is, like, fun early 2000s Disney vibes. Uh, while divorced and bickering grandparents watch their grandchildren, a lab experiment gone awry transforms the elders into teenagers again. Ooh. So we have, like, grandmas and kid buddies. and <laughs> Are they identical <laughs> twins in this one as well? Yeah. <laughs> Would it be weird if they weren't? <laughs> They're just two random just... people that happen to look the same. One's just like wearing a moustache to like cover up <laughs> that they're actually sisters. Um, yeah, so hopefully uh, it'll be a good time. Cool. Um, just a programming note as well. Uh, I know a lot of people are anticipating the new Jennifer Garner uh, body swap coming on Netflix called Family Swap. Oh, Family Switch. Sorry. Um <laughs> We will be reviewing that one, but uh, I just watched the trailer today, and guys, it's a Christmas movie. So oh my god! Be a Christmas episode this year. So good. So we actually get to watch like a, a movie with production values. Potentially decent movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So uh, until next time, don't be a piece of shit on the ground, DPW, and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. Now it's been a Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.